Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to, hold on, what did we call it? It's different. Wait, let me say it. Let me remember. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, uh, wait, one ocean to the other. Wait, no, that's so close though. <laughs> I just got out of my 40 minutes of therapy, so my brain is a little mushy. <laughs> wait, one ocean, wait, what is it? I don't remember. I think it is it coast to coast? From one coast to another? <laughs> Welcome to a close distance uh, podcast episode. <laughs> oh 23? 23? Really? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're another year older. <laughs> Do you feel any different? I'm another <laughs> I'm another decade older. Holy shit. Yeah. That's that's great. That's something. Uh do I feel I yeah. How 40 is weird. Feel? 40 is weird. It it feels like you know simultaneously awesome and like kick-assy you know like mm-hmm. i'm not putting up with nothing no more uh and also like oh i'm 40 <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of like a bit like insecure about that sure. um but i'm i'm happy with where i'm at i'm happy with what i've accomplished mm-hmm. so far i feel pretty healthy I feel pretty strong I'm I think where I should be so it's good I'm just in a transition I'm in a big oh, yeah. big transition and I'm feeling a little fragile today are you feeling a little more settled now that you're there with the house or are you feeling like it's been a big change or both it's such a big change yeah. and it's, and it's like, yeah, I, I think it was like all kind of peaches and cream when I first arrived and then all my stuff arrived a few days ago mm-hmm. and then it's like setting it up and it's like, whoa, wow, here it is. Um, and it's not mine. I didn't buy this place yet. I don't know if I will. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like a ten. I am a tenant technically. Yeah. So it's weird. I feel weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> um, I um, I just want to say I think feeling weird after everything you just went through is completely normal. That's that's a totally Thanks. valid thing to feel. It's been a strange year. <laughs> To say the least. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, you just turned 40 and moved to a different province. And it that's a big, huge leap into the next chapter of your life. You didn't just, you didn't walk into it. You, you ran into it. And you ran with it. <laughs> and you did it. And it's good. This is what life, it, that's what it does. 
I feel like I learned that this year too. I just didn't start running. I, I ran backwards <laughs> before I decided to go forward. <laughs> um, yeah. And how are you doing? Good. It's good here. I still think about parsnips a lot. Um, <laughs> I do. I can't, I still can't believe they are such a, there is such a vegetable that is what an underrated vegetable. Anyway, highly recommend. <laughs> um, my calendar is you... done. Yes, and it's got yes. Fully funded in five days of launching, which is the fastest oh it's God, ever made Nicole. that much money in all seven years of doing it. So, how awesome! That felt really good. That felt really, really good. It felt very. Um, like people are really excited about it and it really, it feels really good. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I was a little concerned and it really came together. So yeah. Wow. That must feel good, eh? It feels good. It feels very amazing. <laughs> and I got <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I'm trying not to be worried about the printing. That's like obviously hard for me to let go of um, being here and not being able to like physically just hop in a car to go and because there's no more car to goes anyway in Montreal. But um, mm -hmm. just to, to go to the print shop and proof and talk to the printers, being this far away is definitely um, nerve wracking for me. But today I got an email, like I sent my files on Friday and I got an email today with a quote and um, it, the quote looks great and they're, they seem to be just really on the ball and it's the same guy who printed my last year's calendar and I think, I think he may have printed the last three perhaps and um, he's just so excellent and now that I've worked with him on this for every every year for a few years I he knows he knows what I he knows how finicky I am and he knows exactly what to do so that is like priceless in my books mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm anticipating mm -hmm. getting proofs mailed out here and I'm just hoping that we nail it on the first go that's my mm -hmm. That's my biggest hope, and I'm not expecting anything. I'm just hoping for the best, but I am prepared for them to be awful as well. <laughs> but they won't be. I don't think they will be. But They won't be. They won't be. <sighs> we shall see. Do you... Are you still planning on going back to Montreal anytime? Like, soon? Not or... soon. No. Yeah. I'm not. I, um, no. I'm still paying rent there. For all my stuff yeah. to be in my new little apartment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, the plan is to finish this calendar, um, but to really hunker down and, and start those tutorials again for animation. Mm -hmm. And to basically mm -hmm. do like full time school with that. I don't want to leave yeah. here. Awesome. I don't want to leave here without being able to animate. Um, like one thing, you know? Cool. Cool. That's what I want. That's my goal. goal. I think it's a good goal. And I think I think I can accomplish that. Um, 
a simple understanding um, that I can build from and not feel so confused. And uh, I think I can do that here and I can do it in the next couple months and hopefully return probably like February. But maybe there'll be like a okay. fucking shit storm, snowstorm and COVID storm that I'll just stay here until COVID <laughs> is less. <laughs> Because that's main. That's yeah. the main thing too. It's like the idea of um, having to take the metro and a bus to go to work right now um, in the winter in like a hot spot is really. Um, it's just so anxiety inducing. So. Yeah. I don't want. No. I don't know if I want to do that, but. No. I might have to, but at least maybe we'll have a better system in place or I don't know. I have not enrolled anything, but day by day, you know? Mm-hmm. Ah, can you, mm-hmm. can you smell the ocean from where you are, Jess? <laughs> can you smell it? Cause I can smell it here and it's, I can hear it when I open the door or a window. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, This, I'm like living basically in a forest. And there's just birds, birds and water droplets right now. It's raining on the trees. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's. It's heaven. What's going on with COVID there? I was just listening to Dr. Bonnie Henry, the the health minister for BC. She's saying that there were 650 odd cases Friday, Saturday, Sunday each. Okay. Um, of new, 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 new COVID cases. Um, That's for the whole province or just your, yeah, okay. the whole province. Yeah. And so, like she's restricted uh social gatherings and um like any kind of any kind of social gathering is restricted mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, banned um it's not a full lockdown though restaurants are still open mm-hmm. it's 299 people have died from covid since this started okay so it's still pretty pretty low so they had a bit of a um, control they've got a bit of a control over it well, they've had a, like a, a really good control on it from the beginning, mm-hmm. but now it feels a bit out of control where it's, it's climbing yep. back up. So nine people died this weekend from COVID, but they're all older yeah. and had immuno or immunocompromised. So, okay. um, it's, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. It's totally a thing here. I mean, it's not, not like it is in Ontario or Quebec, but it's, it's to be, you know, taken seriously mm-hmm. There, like, but I also have some luxuries that don't exist in Ontario, Quebec, right now. Like, mm-hmm. we went to the movies on we went to the freaking movies on Friday. Whoa! With like maybe <laughs> ten other people in the entire theater, and we're, everyone was spaced out, and I was so happy. It was like these little things. I was just thrilled to bits. That makes a lot of sense to be thrilled about that. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's way too weird 
to not be able to do those things still. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a really cool old movie theater that has a huge following and is like all about curating beautiful films and is all independent and it's like I want to support them too like it's exactly it's it's so tricky um and like I got to go to a restaurant for my birthday with you know five other friends and Mm -hmm. have you know cocktails and tacos like that was freaking amazing um I love yeah, it. It's, it's super quiet, like, right now. It's super quiet other than that. And that's okay. You know, that's what we got to do. Yeah. Um, some, like, I'm hanging out with a friend tomorrow, and we're going to go for a walk outside, like, socially distanced, like, no house visits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really weird setting up a new house and not knowing when you can have a housewarming. It's, it's so weird. I um. haven't had anyone at my <laughs> new apartment. Yeah. So I've lived there since the end of February. So I Yeah, but it wasn't we didn't like you stopped by and had tea when all my boxes were everywhere. Like no one has yeah. that was before yeah. the be- the that wasn't the, at that the was beginning of the March. Point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was this it's been a very it's it's really hard to settle. To feel like you're in a home. Not that you're not. I mean, that, that was my experience. It was just mm-hmm. very strange not to be able to enjoy or try to enjoy a new place. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was, like, not necessarily wanting to move mm-hmm. into. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I can't imagine having a whole house and not being able to do that. That's it's it's so weird. Well, so I weird know, I know. Changes too. I know, and I'm just lucky I have like a small bubble of friends that mm-hmm. you know, and my boyfriend and family. It's like if I mm-hmm. if I didn't have them, like they, they, they come over, like not together, um, and make me feel, you know, like I have a home that I can share with them. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's very weird. It's very 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 weird. Um, and it's not yeah it's a weird thing to have to adapt to yes it is is. like it's a it's not just it's very inhuman it's we're meant to we're social you know it's a it's it's a very different uh there's so many words you can use for it I feel like everyone knows and feels it you know so like my, so I have a friend who I did this artist training with last year. His name is Peter Thomas and he's super cool. And he is uh, from Winnipeg. He's indigenous. He's this amazing mural artist. And he's mm-hmm. been flown up to a community in Northern Quebec to teach the kids their um, mural painting and graffiti art. And so he's, he's so, he's so crazy creative. Like, so he, but he had to do isolation for 14 days before he goes into the community and teaches them, but he's already, Mm -hmm. he's in the community teaching them virtually. And then he's going to be going into their classroom. So he did a vlog every day of isolation and super compelling, really entertaining, uh, really insightful, and creative videos that he's done and like 
and he's really reflecting on like what it does to someone that to not talk to anyone for 14 days not to see someone not to be like connecting online is one thing it's it doesn't it's not the full thing you know it it also can become awful Mm -hmm. connecting online Mm -hmm. when you've gone through it and Mm -hmm. you it's really it it's the mental aspect of this entire thing this year has been so eye-opening in regards to just how different everyone's experience has been and you know I see these I saw a CBC article or a CBC like a interview with a woman who is um um she's not intellectually disabled she has um cognitive uh problems because of her because of I think she had a stroke and or I cannot remember exactly how what was what caused her cognitive disability um um, so she has a, so her body, she's kind of, she has a hard time with her body as well. Mm-hmm. So she can't walk properly. And, um, but just like she's learned Zoom, she's been able to learn all the tools she needs to use in order to stay connected, mm. even though she can't, um, it, like, it, like she's able to do that. And there are people like me who like, have the full ability mm. to do I, like the, the privilege, the ability, all of the things. And I couldn't get past my own mental mm. state, mm. you know? And I just, I feel like that's just, I'm just, I'm just saying that as an example, mm-hmm. because I feel like no matter what you think, what you're going through, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. The isolation is so different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, it's I don't know what to do for some of the friends I have mm-hmm. who are still mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be in this strange Atlantic bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. we had we had a family of five over for dinner last night. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to me. And but they didn't want to hug. Like they're still following the rules, even though we're having dinner. If any of us are sick, we're going to get it. We can probably hug. But but they're still like, no, we're not going to hug. We're going to just not do that, you know? And that's a comfort thing for them. Um, Or just like a boundary thing in in regards to the the pandemic. And we have to respect that. But I just found it really interesting. And it's crazy how quickly you can bounce back once things feel normal Mm -hmm. and safe. Because there's hardly any, I don't know, I think there were two new cases here. But all the other new cases that were here about three weeks ago were completely under control and Mm -hmm. had like 500 people isolating. And only, I think, from those 500 people who isolated, there's 21 active cases. And they all have um, their... um, What's that called? Contact traced. They were all contact traced. All of those people. Mm-hmm. There were only X amount of cases, and yet they were able to contact 500 people and tell them to isolate. Awesome. Yes. Which is a benefit of being in a smaller province or like smaller population. They're doing that here. But, They're doing that here. Contact yeah. tracing is all. You go into the movie theater without contact tracing. Yep. The and you write your name and your phone number and the yeah. date and the time. Everything, mm-hmm. Everyone is logged. Same here. Yeah, it's great. 
Why aren't they fucking doing that in Quebec? Oh, God. And Ontario. It, it seems like the easiest thing to do. Ah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's so easy. We even did it in the furniture stores we went into. We did it in any kind of store. Mm-hmm. Except like Costco. We don't do it there, <laughs> apparently. I don't know why. Did we do it there? I don't No. Well, it doesn't matter because like you have your transaction on your receipt. Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you if there's a, if there's, because two COVID cases came out like two days ago or something. And they put exactly on, on a news release, they'll put exactly the time and the place of all of the places mm-hmm. that might have had exposure. Mm-hmm. And it's totally public knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can check. Yeah. So cool. So good. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm reading articles. Sorry to flip the, the, just this 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 post from this Twitter user, I think she's a doctor and she had a day off and she's sitting at home with her dog and she's just like, I can't stop thinking about these patients um, that have come in and they are yelling at me, um, telling me they don't have COVID because COVID is fake. So um, they, and but they're sick, they're very sick. And so when they're diagnosed with COVID, they get very angry because they believe that COVID's not real. And so the doctors are taking this verbal abuse and she's Mm -hmm. sort of explaining how they, these people come in, they're sick. And the only thing that shuts them up is the fact that they end up on a ventilator. Mm. And it's, and she's like, it's a, it's a horror show that never ends. You wake up and you come back to the same exact horror. And it's not just sick people. It's people telling you they don't have COVID and that you're wrong. And that, they have something else Ooh. and it's just this <laughs> disturbing like way of of this it's just that the way that and the fact that the, that even trump said yesterday on on his facebook page that he won the election yeah. <laughs> what world are we living oh. in what is it <laughs> i don't know i don't where know. are we i don't know but there are yeah, I mean that 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 that's why I'm in nature. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to think about those weirdos. Like I want to just ignore them as best I can, which mm-hmm. is the only thing to. T- when it comes to that, I think I agree. You know? Yeah. I, um, I'm doing other things. Yeah. Uh, in terms of you know making the world a better place, but in terms of like fighting the ignorance uh yeah it seems like a bit of a bit of a shit show and i don't want to waste my energy on that and nature honestly i just forget about it all you forget about covid when you're in the woods or by the ocean yeah it's um the the therapeutic uh-ness of of nature in this <coughs> pandemic is uh also priceless yeah and a luxury holy a luxury. <sighs> oh it's a huge luxury i mean you've been here mm-hmm. to my parents place yeah i mean this is um heaven on earth 
I was reading, um, I have a friend who is dating someone who's from uh-huh. Venezuela who is very pro-Trump. Uh-huh. And it has, and I uh-huh. was surprised. I was sort of taken aback by it. Um, but his reasoning is very different than what I think a lot of people would expect. And I don't think I'm totally educated on this enough to fully understand it. But um, just for context, I follow this woman on Facebook named Heather Cox Richardson. Uh-huh. And I might have mentioned her in the past. I'm not sure. But she is a historian and a professor. And every single day she posts sort of the happenings of what's going on in the USA. Mm-hmm. And she backs it up with a bunch of news articles, um, but also her own knowledge of history mm-hmm. when it comes to the US and other politics around the world, etc. And one of the things she, she posted, I think at the end of October, um, had everything to do with um, socialism And the definition of socialism, like, um, in regards to the United States, but then also in regards to the world and, and, but it, but just how skewed it's become in the U S and how, um, when people say socialism in the U S they don't exactly mean the socialism in the way that like someone who's from Venezuela understands what socialism Mm -hmm. is. Because what they're going through right now in Venezuela is like in 2013, they're, I don't know, I think they have a president. I'm not sure if that's what they call it. Mm -hmm. President, like we have prime minister that it might be president. I'm super not educated on it. It's something I only recently started reading about because I was Mm -hmm. very curious as to why Mm -hmm. this Latino man that I know was so pro-Trump because he was so anti-socialist. And it came boiled down to that mm. in the end. Mm. And he, um, you know, just talk, talks about, uh, anyway, the, the fact that, you know, Biden's stealing the election, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, kind of, kind of just like, how is this, how does he, what, how, why does he think that? And so when you look up what's, because he did talk about Venezuela, but he never made any super specifics. So when you look up what's going on in Venezuela, and I'm, it's the president died in 2013 and some interim president took place, took his place. But that man who died had run the country uh, under this socialist regime um, and had taken full control of the Supreme Court, had taken full control of all of these government bodies um, and and uh, it impoverished the entire country and like millions upon millions of people left the country and fled because of his rule. And so um, this, this, and it it was all socialism. This is Mm -hmm. what they Mm -hmm. called Mm -hmm. socialism. And, but it was a, it was, it's a regime. Mm -hmm. It's not the kind of like, you know, warm Bernie Sanders Mm -hmm. socialism. It's Mm -hmm. very different, but, but when you don't, but he, but this man from Venezuela does not know understand that like it's there's so much history to understand and this Heather Cox Richardson post has all of it and I can't really recall it from my my head right now I just because I only just started reading about Venezuela and put this together but um, 
I just found it fascinating. Like this is this is kind of where we like right now in Venezuela, there are two presidents and one of them refuses to say he lost the election. And so they're both ruling and it's fucking chaos. (laughs) Yes, it is insane. So the interim president who took over took over until the next election. The other guy won the election and and the guy interim president won't leave. <laughs> it's exactly the same fucking thing that's happening in the United States. And so that's why this man from Venezuela is making this connection and seeing it as something really similar, even though for some reason doesn't see Trump as the bad guy in this situation. <laughs> but it's the word socialism, wow. you know? It's it's powerful. These words, it's the same thing as like when we say defund the police. So many people my parents' age are like, that language is too strong. Even though you don't mean defund, it sounds like you want to just get rid of them and take all their money. And you're like, it's so much more Mm -hmm, complex mm -hmm. than that. (laughs) So much more to it. So anyway, I I just, why did I, why did I go on that rant? I am not what sure. What were you talking about? It was it was relevant. It definitely I had it. There was a, there was a thing. There was a thing that brought well, it's me recorded, to this. So anyway, <laughs> we'll have to go back. Right. I know. It. That's why I didn't say that guy's name. I just kept saying the man from yeah, Venezuela yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I know, because <laughs> I know I'm being recorded. And I don't want to say people's names without their permission. Um. Anyway, it's just, it's complex. I think what we were talking about people who are just, you know, denying everything and you just have to ignore them. Um, And I just, I guess I was just thinking about how complex it is. Like, it's just their beliefs, uh, they they believe so strongly that Trump is right. You know, there's a reason why they don't just think he's right. They believe him. And there's just so much more to it than what we can comprehend sometimes. Or, man, yeah, ignore. We have mm-hmm, to ignore mm-hmm, a lot of it mm-hmm. to not go insane yeah, ourselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. And to continue being, like, productive pieces of society pieces, yeah. and not just, yeah, we're well, cogs in the wheel. Well, and if we're going to be any good to anyone, it should be ourselves and our communities, like our, our immediate communities, yeah. not, not overwhelmed That's by where you start. the global insanity. I mean, there's enough insanity right here. Yeah. Um. Yes, correct. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Wow. Life. Life in a pandemic. Yeah, it's still not over. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. <sighs> Will it ever end? There's 11, so. 11 million cases of COVID in the States. Did you hear that today? Um, um, is that 11 million t- yeah. tally? Okay. Not, not dead. Not, not, uh, no, no, I meant, um, sorry. I meant like 11, like I'm what, it keeps going up every day. It's, it's like they keep hitting record highs every day and every 24 hours. God, 11 million. Um, there's this, the New York Times. I'm getting. It's a third of their population. Um, 
I'm getting the New York Times delivered to my house in the book review. There's the first paragraph says the waves come at us. We are now being hit with a third wave of case numbers in the COVID-19 tsunami and the first wave of books about it. There will be more, much more of both. (laughs) I kind of like, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just interesting. Like, like how powerful this moment in history is and how much is going to be written about this for decades to come, centuries to come. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's weird yeah, to live exactly. through it. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, writing a little book. <laughs> totally. I don't know if anyone will ever listen to it. However, I am appreciative of the archive. I love it. it. You know? I love that we can. I love that we're, we can yeah. listen to our perspectives. I know. From the beginning I to agree. now. And keep on going with it. And we're both going through stuff personally. Like it's it's global, but it's also personal. Yeah. And I think that's yep. what we're trying to kind of strike. Like I got a puppy after we started recording. Yeah, you did. After and we you did recording. And you didn't name it you didn't name it <laughs> pandemic, which is good. <laughs> Oh, God. I bet there's going to be a lot of dogs named after some sort of, like, COVID. Here, COVID. <laughs> well, there are already COVID puppies. If you got them during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Is that a pandemic puppy? I get that question a lot. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Do you just say, fuck yeah. you, and walk away? Pretend I'm mute. Because <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> it's people are funny like or or i would go into an elaborate story about rosie and then i would talk about this dog that's what i would do <laughs> and may and like lull them to death about my dog story <laughs> i would even do that and i didn't even own a dog <laughs> like it's so funny. Yeah. Like my family just can't quite get a hold, get a grasp on. Um, I got a birthday card. Hope your your year with you and Rosie goes well. I'm like, oh my god, it's my own fault. I named her basically the same name. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? See- I feel like you didn't. Did you see my what I posted on your Facebook on your birthday? I did. Okay, I was making sure you saw it. It was beautiful. Thank you. <clears throat> it was. Um, I was a little overwhelmed with all of the love, and I I find it very awkward on your when <laughs> like all these people write, yes. and it's like, are you? I agree. Like. I don't know. I know. Facebook is weird, too. Like, it's a weird place to have a birthday that's like an epic birthday and then just see 
I don't know. I always feel weird about seeing people writing happy birthday on people's walls, especially when it's like you have like, let's say five mutual friends and I don't know, and they all have the same birthday. That's like not going to (laughs) happen, but in real life. But then you see like a person saying happy birthday in your feed on five different people's feeds and they just say the same thing to them. And you're like, why are you wishing them a happy birthday if all you mean is just happy birthday and not like, do you even know this person or is this like a high school pal? It's a funny, yeah. It's just weird. Like you don't say anything all year to people and then you say happy birthday to them. Oh yeah. I got, I got happy birthdays from people that I don't even know who they are. Like, and I... I'm like, yeah. I got to do some digging. <laughs> got to figure out. I try to refrain to not say it unless I really mean it. Oh no, I, yours person. is beautiful. Like one of the most touching ones for sure. And um, yeah. it's it's also bittersweet because I want to be beside yeah. you. I want to be beside my close friends. And it's a, it was a little... It was it was definitely emotional, um, being so far away from all my yeah. friends and having a few friends here that are like gold to me right now. Um, I don't know what I'd do without them. And uh, yeah, it was just it's it's a bit weird. Also, also um, being without a child at forty, turning forty and no kid, and you're like, okay, this is the thing. It's a thing. And mm-hmm. it's kind of, it, it feels um, symbolically like you're closing a chapter. You're closing the door of that, that option. And, and I, I know, I don't care what mm-hmm. anyone says. Um, that's just the truth of it. <laughs> and I don't care that million people have gotten pregnant after 40. It still feels that way because most people have children before yeah. 40. So that's just it. And um, it's like, okay, okay, here we are. So I'm not having a kid. So, so now what? Interesting. I mean, you do technically maybe have another like 60 years ahead of you (laughs) that there could be some sort of some sort of being Mm -hmm. that enters your life Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. another way you know I think uh, at this point Jess I I know that this is something that you wanted and I don't think it's uh I, I just think it might look different yeah. than what you expected. You well, know it's I mean? going to be because it's not going to be a baby. I mean, at this rate, I don't even want, I don't even know if I have the energy or the enthusiasm. There's so much fucking work. My friend, I was listening to, I was talking to my friend yeah. Sarah on the phone today and she has two children and she's got tons of energy. Is this incredible cook and person and all these children are screaming in the background. It's like, holy shit. That's mm-hmm. nothing to joke about. That is a full-time job. Oh, with yeah. Crazy people. Also COVID. The kids are homeschooled. It's, it's a lot of work. And I don't think, I don't know if I have that in me. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, uh... Believe me, I have a friend who, I have a, 
I have a very close friend who I went and saw uh, mm-hmm. after quarantine here. And I went to her new house that she they, they got and it's finally bigger than their old little place they were in forever. And uh, her kid, her eldest, oh, wow. just turned 13. And the way he spoke to her the entire time I was there, there wasn't a, there oh. wasn't a nice, there wasn't any, it was just all um, constant contrarian. Oh. Constant. And it's the time where like, He's 13. Um, so he's kind of at that age where like he can form his own opinions about his mom and about her opinions mm-hmm. when she expresses them. He can he can back up his opinions with his mm-hmm. whatever knowledge he has. And uh it's just very ooh, I don't know if I'd have the energy to mm-hmm. have a kid like that right now, like in a pandemic mm-hmm. and just dealing with it's it's I like like standing mm. applause to parents. It's no. I don't know how on earth um I would deal with it, you know? I know. Yeah. It's a lot. And this is Earth. This is like our Earth is hurting right now. We have a, a, a massive amounts of people on this planet and uh corporations that pretend to cater to millions of people and use that as an excuse to destroy the earth so we're at a tipping point (laughs) or we're past it by now you know do you want kids did you want everyone there's a lot to ponder it's never been like i've been so single my whole life all i've ever wanted is just a partner in crime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's more important mm-hmm. for me to find and it's more mm-hmm. fulfilling and more it's it's certainly adoption is absolutely never off the table for me and for me i think that that's always been mm-hmm. in my mind of like fostering or just mm-hmm. somehow helping because there's so many kids that need mm-hmm. i've never but i've never had that like inkling to get pregnant i've never felt that not in the way that people feel it not in the way i witness people Mm -hmm. feeling it of just being like Mm -hmm. it's baby time you know um yeah i'm just one of those people i like at the same time if i had a one night stand and got pregnant i wouldn't have an abortion so it's that kind of like and I'm totally yeah, for yeah. abortion. <laughs> but for me, I just wouldn't. It's just, uh, I, would, I would go with whatever happens. It's that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be so cute. <laughs> I was a really cute baby. I would have, a, I would have babies that, that would have eyeballs the size of, like, Kentucky. <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> big mm-hmm. eyed big eyed babies alien babies if anything that's probably how I'll have babies when I get abducted <laughs> by an alien and inseminated with alien <laughs> juice yeah that took a turn 
<laughs> my thoughts really took a turn there. Sorry. <laughs> I just like I just saw the X the X really? I started watching the X Files again. And like unsolved mysteries and stuff like that. It's just like on my mind. <laughs> it's a good show. Such a good intro. <laughs> Wait, have you yeah. did you watch Unsolved Mysteries as a kid? Because the new ones are great. Huh? And they really play they really play to like the old the old way that they presented unsolved mysteries, even though it's like from the 80s or the 90s or whatever now it's 20 years later and they still know exactly how to like just get you to watch the whole thing okay. it's good it's worth it okay. you'll I'll feel like you're a teenager tonight. again um nicole we're about time we're about time now they're good they're nostalgic yeah. we're about time what are you okay. what are you doing this week Mm-hmm. Well, I still have files to prep for my uh, mm-hmm. for my thingamabobber. I am also going to get my first um, jaw massage oh. for my severe TMJ oh, to see if I can get awesome. some help. So that's like a thirty minute cool. thing for my jaw. And apparently, the woman says she can probably help me in four sessions. And in my head, I'm like, "Good luck. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's go." Because I don't know if I'm fixable. Oh, I bet you're maybe fixable. I'm wrong. I hope so. I mean, it's an injury. That's why I don't think it's fixable. I feel like my bone broke in my jaw and I didn't fix when it. When was that? <laughs> when I got a... It was like 2013 or 2012, 2013, I think. 2014. And I got a... Nice little line oh, drive shit. to the face. Oh, I didn't know off that. the bat. Yeah, and it was on the north field, so it was like really short. Like a like we were vi- I was playing second base and it was a fast mm. pitch. So it was uh a hit off the bat in a child's field. Oh. <laughs> and it hit my foot. Hit my fit my foot first, luckily. It didn't matter though. It it hit the the front of my foot it didn't hurt at all but it bounced right up into my jaw and um if my tongue had been between my teeth I wouldn't have a tongue like it was hit so hard yeah it knocked some of my filling out and like it was nuts it sucked and this was right after I like a couple years after I got Maybe a few years after I got my wisdom teeth out and they had really fucked up my jaw because I have a small mouth and they had to really pry my mouth open to get my teeth out. So anyway, all these unpleasant <laughs> mouth experiences and now I can hardly, I can hardly open it now. So I'm hoping it'll give me more I'm glad, yeah, I'm flexibility glad with my jaw. Yeah. Um, my... <laughs> that's what i'm doing this week <laughs> um i have a cool thing that we're doing on thursday bro brody has uh he's a member of a fish fish fisher person co-op and so it supports independent mm-hmm. fisher people 
And every week they come to the dock. You mm-hmm. put in an order, and they only catch as much as ordered from the week previous. So there's no mm. waste. And you come to the dock, and they deliver your 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 fish, and and he's ordering crabs. We're gonna we're gonna make crab dinner. Um, I know. That sounds really nice. I know. <laughs> I'm so cool. I love that. Um, like being here for the for, as an adult in Vancouver with like opportunities like that to to eat locally mm-hmm. and supporting local fisher people mm-hmm. that are also paying themselves a good wage. Fucking rights. Yep. While eating fresh crab. Sounds like, perfect. Yes, please. See, this is like the, this is, this is the only way forward. Amen to that. Honestly. It really is. And if they want businesses to survive, they need to force places like Walmart to close so that everyone mm-hmm. is forced to actually go shopping mm-hmm. and support local. Otherwise, I don't know where we're going to be in a year. Well, we're going to be... Yep. We might still be doing the podcast. <laughs> you and I... I hope so. I mean... We probably will be. Still... <laughs> I mean, not that we're in a pandemic, but that we're still doing a podcast. I don't see why not. We have plenty... We've got plenty to talk about. <laughs> little yappy... <laughs> Yappy elder millennials. (laughs) Yappy whiny elder millennials. We will change our podcast name to that. Yeah, that's right. Older millennial. Um, Nicole, I love you. I love you. Next week. Let's talk again soon. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Have a great week. Okay. You too. Bye. Okay.